Sade. Can you handle this? Isabella, can you handle this? I, I don't think, think you can, can handle, handle this. this. Hey! This is Planned Spontaneity, where we have light, fun, honest conversation about life. So cheers! Cheers! Hello, Planned Spontaneity family. This is Sade, co-host of Planned Spontaneity. Now, I know normally you don't hear just my voice at the beginning of the podcast, but this is needed. There was technical difficulties on my part. So with this, um, with this episode, Therapy and I, you will hear my side of the audio is a little bit oh, iffy. So please just bear with me. Isabella's side, you can hear her voice clearly. But because what we shared, we just believe um, it was necessary to keep it in. So if you can just bear with us, fantastic. And hopefully you can still hear what I have to say. Enjoy. So you would have noticed that there is a word Isabella and I have thrown out into the episode quite a few times. Um, we have mentioned this word quite a lot regarding the fact that we haven't actually dedicated a whole episode to this and that word is therapy. So you will know that Isabella and I are big fans of therapy. We go ourselves and it's something that we really do honour and treasure and we've been able to see how it's improved the way we look at life, the way we see ourselves the way we see our families and how it's just really improved everything really. So we thought today, episode nine, let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Therapy. Don't know why I felt like singing. Uh, probably <laughs> because this topic can be so hard to talk about. Um so vulnerable. I think that's my response to it. I'm like, let's make it lighter. Let's sing. <laughs> but it's like, it's so needed. It's so needed. And that's that's why we always talk about it. We always go back to it because it's so meaningful for us. And we just want to share a bit more about that with you guys. Yes. So I think the, the relationship between a therapist and client is in my opinion, the most unique compared to all the other relationships where there is a, um, well, the, the aim is for it to be an equal relationship. You know, I share, you share, I listen, you listen, you know, compromise, love, let's go out, all of these things within all our relationships, with our family, with our friends, maybe not so much colleagues, but even with our colleagues, but even then there's still a give and take teamwork kind of thing there might be a bit of sharing about your personal life and because some work friends end up becoming actual friends so yes but so when you look at that in terms of communication and how we how we communicate with them how um how we spend our time with them it's completely different when you look at a therapist and a client's relationship where it's the client who shares and the therapist holds the space and is the one that not only is listening but it's also taking in so many things the body language 
because there's this thing called um, like transference that happens in the room. And that's essentially where um, the, the therapist, the therapist is almost as if there's another language happening in that room. So the therapist is picking up and sometimes without going into too much detail, sometimes even the client is picking up things that the therapist might not be verbally saying. So that's the best thing. And Isabel, you can, you can give like a different translation. Um, yeah, and it's, there's so many things happening in that room. Um, yeah, that's happening, but it's different because the therapist isn't talking about, oh yes, I understand about, you know, your husband and the argument you had, my husband, oh my goodness. Shade, if I was to tell you about the, the argument my husband and I got into last night, if that was to happen, I think that would ruin the relationship because then it goes into a personal relationship rather than a professional relationship. Then you as the client, you're distracted by your therapist problems. Anyway, so the therapist and the client's relationship is the most unique because it's the part where it's actually, it's okay for it to be one-sided you're paying that person or I know there are free programs where you don't have to pay but they are getting paid but whether the money is coming from you or from the government they're getting paid to listen and carry your 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 feelings and for you and the therapist to work through this relationship so you can it's okay in this instance for it to be 90% of the time the client talking. But with friendships, Isabella, if every single time you met up with me, I only ever spoke about myself for 90 minutes and then gave you, and then five minutes before I had to leave, I went, oh, how are you, Isabella? Tell me about yourself. And then you share, and then I disappear. I don't think our friendship would be solid. I don't think it would be a solid relationship. No, <laughs> no it wouldn't. Well, but in the therapy, First, I think it just wouldn't be mutual, would it? <laughs> you would be friends with me, but I probably wouldn't be friends with you. <laughs> well, in, in therapy, it doesn't work like that. Both people are as engaged as each other, just in different, playing different roles. We're mm. very engaged. But yeah, I think I think it's so true, Shadow, what you said about transference, uh, transference where they can see that there's something going on with the person, with yeah sharing um but more than through what they're talking about they can see their body language they can see the way that they talk about things the emotions that they apply to each thing why they talk so much about a particular thing um, they can tell all of that and i think the client normally can tell us from the therapist as well i think you can mm. they are trying to hide <laughs> if you know what i mean but you can still see well you know it's another human being there with emotions as well, with a history, and they're not yet immune to what you were talking about. It might be that something that you talk about actually sparks something in them. And I actually like that. I like when I can see that that happens because then I feel like um, it's, it's professional, but at the same time, this is another human being that I'm opening up to. This is not a machine. <laughs> they're just going to yes. give me the answers and read me and, you know, it's, is, a, is another person and my story um, touches that person and that's why they love their job because it touches them and they can support um, 
support their clients. So yeah, I quite like the mix um, that there is in there. And I agree with you, it's so unique. You don't, you don't have that anywhere else. And I think as well, which this side is quite sad because I feel like um, with friends and family, we, we should have been, I mean, I don't want to say should, but it would, it would, it would be good for us to feel that there's a space within our friendships and family to be safe and talk about how we really feel and the things that bother us, the things that we're struggling, the things that we're happy about. But unfortunately that doesn't happen all the time and not to everyone. And therapy just provides a space like that for everyone to just sit there and know that it's a safe space for them to open up, to vent, to rent, to get all the emotions out. Um, and at the same time, know that um, it's, it's a guided conversation. It's not just going to be just you crying or getting angry or, or no wanting to talk about anything and be like the awkward silence. There'll be moments of that, but you know, you know you're not working on your own. It's not just you and your thoughts. It's you and someone else there helping you to navigate how you feel and what, you know, the things and themes in your life that have been really um, hard to process. So really, I really like knowing that, that I'm not just opening up topics just for the sake of it, but knowing that the other person on the other side, in my case, on, on, on a video call, um, is very engaged and interested in my life and they want to support me that's why i'm paying them uh they want to support me it's their job but it's also their passion and yeah i i, I like that and knowing that i don't have that space anywhere else um even if i share here with shade if i share with george if i share with other friends and family members what happens in therapy is a very different dynamic to to what you would have in a friendship or, or family relationship you can get that support from different relationships i think but it will look very different if it is in therapy it's a very um guided and also direct approach you sit there i mean if you go to therapy it means that you have an issue it means that you want to work on something but if you go to a family mem member or a friend it might not mean that it might mean that you just want to to talk about it or, or anything else but in therapy you know you know you're doing therapy because there are things that you'd like to work on and that in itself gives the relationship a very different um take than anything else because you go with intention of working on yourself of processing things and that sometimes can be intense other times it can be so liberating that you have that space to be and to talk about things that you want to talk about and to, yeah, to just work on them. And I was thinking, um, I'm actually, I, I appreciate the fact that in some ways when you were saying, it's unfortunate that we can't share everything in the same way. And you might not have said in the same way we share with our therapist. But I think it's that it's really nice that the relationship between the therapist and friends. I really like the fact that there is such a difference because I could go to you as my friend and tell you how work was really stressful and you hear me. And yeah, so you hear me and I will hear you when you talk. The therapist not only hears, hears that situation but but I feel like in their mind they've got a map 
a map of the stories you've shared so far, a map of not only the stories you've shared so far, but also the transference that happened and also your body language and the amount of times you might have used the same word like, oh, I'm finding work really hard. And maybe you've used the word hard so many times that they're now thinking, oh, and this word hard, let's, we, need to, we need to think about that word with Shade. Why does she mention that word quite a lot of times? And then there's like a map going on. So I can say to you the same thing I said to my therapist, but it's actually slightly different and I appreciate that. But in the same token, I understand what you mean. It is a shame that in some ways we don't have friends, not all of our friends, we can't open up with all our of our friends in the same way as we can with maybe one or two friends that we're really close with or as we can with our therapist. Um, yeah, so I understand. So sorry, my mind was just going through the two things yeah. where I was appreciating the difference. Same time thinking, yeah, it is a shame. Mm, yeah, of course you won't be exactly as a therapist and I don't think you should. I think if it gets to that point, it's, it's actually a bit concerning. <laughs> but because it is a different relationship and a friend is very different from a therapist but more in terms of the safe space that they can create uh, that i think we can do that with anyone we can do that as we go to a shop and and buy something and say thank you and look at the person you know how they're doing we can create that safe space everywhere we go um yeah i was thinking as well they're all, they're all different probably from friends and anything else that i find quite funny is that you see the therapist taking notes not in a very obvious way but you can tell that they are like okay mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know I, I think they must have received some training not to show too much when they're taking notes uh, or to just keep it on their brain but I think that things that they they might need to write down in case of like I do need to come back to this or something and I find that quite interesting I can tell if I'm saying something my therapist is making a note I, I think I'm like, <laughs> I think I've probably asked her what are you writing down? Uh, <laughs> I was just too curious. I was like, stop making notes about me. <laughs> but it's so helpful. It's really helpful. I can tell because she, she will refer back to things and be like, oh, do you remember that day you talk about this? And I was like, did I? I what? I can't remember. <laughs> My therapist, she doesn't write down notes. So I think she does it afterwards. I see. That's nice. I can tell. Well, my therapist is in a video call, so she might be writing an essay uh, for me, and I have no idea. Um, but I can tell when I'm talking that she's, you know, making a note and doing that. Yeah, which is nice. Just looking down. Yeah. I mean, in the beginning, I thought, oh, how strange. So I'm making notes of what I'm talking about. I'm not. Yeah, this is really strange. Um, but then with time, I just. Yeah, I just learned to appreciate it because it means that she doesn't want to forget. She wants to go back to things that she thinks are kind of red flags or things that are good sometimes. So yeah, there have been times where she said to me um, things like, oh, Isabella, I noted that, or notice and noted that you're having this and this behavior or this and this, I don't know, reaction to something. And then now you have changed uh and so good so it, that encouraged me to know that it's okay <laughs> she takes notes because um uh, it's actually really helpful but you see it's very different you don't talk to people and people are taking notes on you or or wanting to remember exactly what you said you know and the way you said things um 
yeah i think i feel like most of the time people are not even that interested to listen uh <laughs> even more taking notes of what you're saying you know because they don't want to forget because they're engaged in what you're saying because they remember um so it is a very different dynamics even with that with what with what happens in the actual therapy and it's it's okay um if you if you're listening and you're interested in therapy it's also okay to know that if if you have a therapist, if it's important that the person doesn't take that notes to let your therapist know. So I, I don't I don't like people, or not, not people, because nobody else takes our notes. I don't like it when I'm in the therapist's room and the person's taking down notes because I think it's my, it's the, I think I'm so high in terms of the um, love language, my quality time is so high that if someone's distracted writing down notes, a part of me, is thinking that person's distracted. I don't have their full attention. Um, and if it was a friend, I don't think I would mind as much because I'm not paying my friend to be my friend, but my therapist I am. So yeah. that's one of one of the things is not to write down. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not paying Isabella to be my friend. Um, yeah, so one of my things is not no note taking, but my therapist, she just naturally didn't take down notes in my presence. So that was actually, good I didn't have to say that but it's but it's also okay if you are someone where you think it actually means a lot to me that you are taking down notes because then that's my way of knowing that you I'm saying something where you you're holding on to it and you don't want to wait until the end of the therapy session you want to write that down so you never forget I really appreciate that so yeah if you're interested in therapy um yeah know that either one of it is okay and to be honest even there, there will be times where your therapist will do something that irritates you. And that is a really strange thing because then, then you have to talk to your therapist about how they, how they disappointed you or how you were annoyed with them. And that's really, it's very strange, but it's great because they know, once again, this whole transference thing, this transference thing that goes beyond body language, they will say that because for me, I can't remember what happened. Oh, I think my, my therapist had, this was around the beginning time of our relationship. So we, she had a meeting that she had already told me about. However, I didn't remember. So when she told me, oh, Shade, just to let you know, remember next week, blah, blah, blah. Um, I won't be able to, we won't have this session because of the meeting. I didn't realize she'd already told me in an email so I'd forgotten. So when we did come back, um, that session, I didn't bring it up, but but I found it really hard to open up with her. So the following session, after I processed it and I'd forced myself to, because I don't like confrontation, I forced myself to just say to her, that, oh, um, when, when you were away, I did find that really difficult. And I felt as if there were things I wanted to share, but I wasn't able to because we didn't have our session. And she said, I could tell that was I could tell that was going on, and yeah. So the whole fact that she could even tell specifically what was going on was strange to me. And I was thinking, what kind of witchcraft is this? <laughs> but they know they can pick up. So I I think for me that brings me comfort because it means that whether we open up or we hold a, th a few a few things back. The therapist, not all the time. It's not saying that the therapist knows specifically what's going on, but they can. They sometimes can sense that. Oh, 
I think Isabella is a bit annoyed with me, or, or I can feel there's a bit of like anger in the room, but I don't know why. And it's coming from Isabella, but I don't know why this is happening. And then it might be that Isabella will say, oh, I'm actually really angry because blah, blah, blah. And she'll be like, oh, okay. So she, she might say it, or she might not. Or they might say it, they might not. But yeah. That's so true. I, I, Therapy is interesting. It really is. I remember when I had um, a disagreement with my therapist. I mean, it has happened quite a few times, if I'm honest. Um, and I think that's because of who I am. It's not because of how I bless her. I think it's because I like I like talking things through. Um, and yeah, I, I yeah, I just like talking things through. I want I want to stop. Um, talking about something or, or I don't know how to explain if something bothers me I will I will say it that's basically it and yeah I'll be like oh all nervous and saying to your therapist is very very different as Shadi said also because that person knows so much about you <laughs> it's hilarious you're just like I can feel you can use this against me if you wanted but of course they won't of course they won't but it's the fear that we have because we haven't had that type of relationship with anyone else in life apart from a therapist um so sometimes it can take a while to get to you know to feel like you can trust because it's a very different uh, um yeah just a very different situation circumstances and place to be but i remember saying to her i didn't like that i didn't like that and it was so awkward but at the same time it was so good because then once i said this i was like oh cool Good, I can trust you again. Now that I've said what, what I was angry or annoyed about, and that was, yeah, that was really helpful. And I mean, like, I think for me as well, even though I love therapy and I love that space and I love being able to talk, but I, I actually really like know, knowing that they're human beings. I don't know how to explain. I like knowing that they are real. And I think um, there's another issue for me because I've been. Uh, told you know you need to be perfect and as a type one with my upbringing you know the, the idea of perfection is quite high on my mind so to know that my therapist is just another human being um is actually really healing and helpful for me to know that she will make mistakes and i can forgive her that i'll make mistakes and she can forgive me and that's fine um it's really it's really precious so as shadow was saying you never know like why for me talking about the mistakes were so bad and then even that like it, it opens a a whole conversation and i think it's so different so different from what i think most people might think because i think more, when i talk to people that do therapy i can tell that they're thinking if they haven't done that before they will think that you just sit there talk about your problems and then the therapist turns to you and says so how does that make you feel and actually that doesn't happen with me at all <laughs> she can tell how it makes me feel what she said is just to confirm is that is that it Isabel is that is that right and I'm like yeah um very hardly she open like she say how does that make you feel she will pick it up She'll pick it up in different ways. And I really like that because it makes feel like it's a normal conversation. <laughs> I don't know what to say, but yeah, it's really good. I totally recommend it. <laughs> Definitely. And I think my one, I don't think she says, how does that make you feel? But she does ask a question. So, so just to, very quickly, so Isabella and I have different um, therapy 
what's it called? Therapy group, not group, but we have different styles of therapy. That's it, yeah. So my one is um, psychodynamic. So that's going into the past. So to looking at uh, childhood and not, not all the time, it's not specific. It's not necessary that I, every time I go to therapy, I'm only ever talking about my childhood, but it's centered around, you know, the belief that the things that happened to you in your childhood affects your present. So it's almost like going back in order to sort out the issues of the past and then you can move on with your life. Um, so it does make, so for example, if I said, so I am somebody who doesn't like being late. I try my hardest to be on time. So public transport sometimes when things are out of your control, like public transport, people, all the things that could make you late, when that happens to me, it does, annoy me i think so far doing this whole past year because um i haven't been having appointments and important things where i've needed to be on time it hasn't i haven't really been stressed out about that but in the past um yeah if i if i was ever late for work because the traffic happened something out of my control i get really bothered and so i could go to therapy talk about that and it could turn out that something happened when i was like really young to do with that and you won't know that until very like a quite a few sessions so my one is psychodynamic and isabella's one is different and it's called i forgot yes guest out guest out uh, that's it. Lot, and what's that about okay. there's a lot on um, personal responsibility how you react to things um and the relationship with the therapist is are very different from other styles of therapy so it's a much more um yeah just i don't want to say relational because all therapists will be you know is is they, they're interested in your life they will talk but with guest out that the aim is to really feel like it's another human touching you through rather than a professional which is perfect for me so a lot on personal responsibility a lot on a more free relationship where my therapist can she can um, tell me stories as well. It's not just me talking all the time. She can tell me things that relate to that. And um, yeah, it's quite different. I had never heard before meeting my therapist. Um, I had done CBT and I enjoyed it, but um, yeah, but it was, it, it didn't work with me. Um, but then meeting her and then she said, oh, actually I, I can do CBT, but I, I, work mainly with guest out and then i was like oh okay what is it about uh and then the more she talked about it the more i was like okay yeah i want to i want to give this a go um and yeah i love it i love the approach it's, it's really yeah. really good for me but it's very different as you said shadi i've haven't done um psychodynamic but i i know it will be a very different context um because yeah because of the different approaches but yeah, I really yeah. like it. I, I can be talking for hours about the approach because it's quite different. Not many people know about it. Um, but yeah, all says that it's, it's really helpful for me. Yeah. And, and I think that's what's really important that I think, I think a lot of people, so I, not, I believe therapy is for every single person. 
therapy will benefit every single person on this planet. Every single person on this planet needs therapy from someone who has had a very privileged life to someone who's had a very traumatic life, just because no matter how privileged and blessed and yeah, established you are, thing, life is hard life will leave its mark on you and scars so every single person needs therapy however not everyone believes that therapy is for them and for those who believe therapy is for them and is interested in therapy it's then knowing which type of therapy works for you is it cbt that focuses more on um sort of like behavior and managing your behavior so if you've got that anxiety and other things so it's, it's it's looking at that specific thing um then there's psychodynamic that is more so yeah it talks about the past and yeah and linking things your current um insecurities or anxieties whatever it might be into the past and guess that which you said is more about relational and also taking almost taking accountability for your actions you can correct me if i'm wrong um and there's i mean there are so many different types of therapy there's also there's also um m no emdr something like that with eye movement therapy and it's like the latest thing and that's to do with anyone who has a trauma quite yeah anyone who's suffered through trauma it's going it's doing some sort of eye move i don't know much too much about it but i've heard really positive things about it yeah. how it then you no longer associate that trauma you're able to now look back on that trauma and instead of you being triggered you're now able to just because you've almost like gone through it and really analyzed so now you can talk about the trauma in a way where not so much as detached but just from a point of healing so it's no longer triggering you and bringing you back to that moment as if that moment happened in that as if as if it happened now you're now thinking that's something that happened to me in the past so yeah see how different that is and there's so many different therapies but not only in terms of therapies but there's also so many different types of therapists because it, it, let's say Isabella and I both liked psychodynamic and we both want a psychodynamic then the type of therapist that Isabel and I would choose would be completely different I might want well I wanted a black female um Christian this was my ideal thing for her to be black for her to be female for her to be Christian this was my ideal thing that was really important if I hadn't found that like a black female Christian therapist it would be fine but that was my ideal thing for Isabella, I mean, yeah, for Isabella, she might be thinking, actually, I would want a male's perspective. So let's go. So what I'm saying is, if you are interested in therapy, there are so many different things. And you and it's good to book an appointment to see like a consultation, I guess, to see or assessment, whatever it's called, to see quite a few therapy therapists until you find your perfect one. Because it's almost like dating, <laughs> you know. Some people go one one date and they meet the love of their life and that's it. Guys, shut this close. Bye-bye forever. I'm taken. And for some people, they go to they go on so many different dates until they find the ideal person. And it can be like that for therapy. You find one person, the first website you look at, you find that person, perfect, perfect fit. For some people, it's after the 10th 
20, well, it shouldn't be that long, but you know, after the temp therapist, they find the ideal person. So yeah, everyone's different. The type, the style of therapy we like, the therapist itself, yeah, it's all different. It is, and that's the beauty of it, isn't it? I think that's what makes me excited, that as you navigate through life and um, your circumstances might change, the seasons you're in might change, and with that, there might be a change of therapist as well, or not, or you, you change your mind on things and then you don't want to, you know, you want a different perspective, and it's just, yeah, it's just so diverse, and I quite like that, the fact that um, there'll be someone that I'll feel safe to talk to and it might, yeah, sometimes it does take a while to find, but when you do, you will really appreciate it that you found someone that is very professional, very caring, human and just, yeah, really engage with what you're doing. That's all folks. Come back next week for some more planned spontaneous chats.